Life is so much easier when you're not worried about money. What if you could learn how to live the life you desire with the money you earn? Or let us help you have more money to enjoy an even bigger life. Learn the same money skills and methodology that we use now on Women Gaining Wealth Podcast. Here's your money mentor and host, Nancy Gaines. Hi, this is Nancy Gaines, and welcome to the Women Gaining Wealth Podcast, where we provide actionable ideas for entrepreneurs to grow their business. The focus of today is all about careers, and I have an amazing guest, Johanna Weiss, and she is here to share a lot of her wisdom. Let me tell you a little bit about her. She has amazing education, an MBA from Stanford. She also went to Yale and NYU. She's worked at Bain, Goldman Sachs, Lehman Brothers, and even Frito-Lay down in Dallas. She's been on numerous boards, but her latest creation is hosting highly successful conferences, including the Return to Work Conference coming up in October. Welcome, Johanna. Thank you for being with us today. Is there anything you want to add to the introduction? Thank you, Nancy. I am thrilled to be here as well, and I'm so excited to be part of today's podcast and to be working with you. And I'm so excited to have found you. Um, I have listening, listened to your wonderful podcasts and reached out. Thank you so much. And let me just add a funny story, guys. So I have never met her. We've never met before. We've <laughs> only connected through LinkedIn. And somehow she found me, and, we, and now I'm going to be a keynote speaker at our upcoming conference, which we'll address later today. But it's just amazing about the power of LinkedIn. So maybe I should do a podcast on that. But let's jump right into, into things. So could you tell us a little bit about your business and what excites you? So I am hosting conferences for highly educated workers who are returning to the workforce after a career break. And what excites me about that is it's a market that's not really well addressed. Most programs really focus on teaching workers new skills, but most of our attendees, while they may need to update their skills, really just simply need some fine-tuning, not a major overhaul. So these are people, the vast majority of which could make significant contributions to an organization which hires them, but they simply need to be given the opportunity and, they, and they're having a tough time finding that. So I'm guessing part of the problem is they've got, it's not just a couple months, it might be years of a gap? Yeah, well, any, quite frankly, nowadays, anything more than three to six months is considered a significant gap. So there are many, many people affected by that. But yes, we have helped people who have been out of the workforce for 10 years or even 20 years out of full-time employment find uh, employment once again. That's amazing and definitely needed because I know I'm kind of in that sandwich generation where my parents are getting older and living longer, but they need some help. And I'm not a mom, but I've seen people that are raising kids kind of fall in the middle. Is that some of your clientele? Yes. Our clientele are many of whom are stay-at-home moms and dads. Uh, people who have uh, taken care of their parents and needed to step out of the workforce for a while to do that, people who have had a short-term illness, people who were laid off, and more and more frequently now, older workers from the workforce and are finding that they cannot afford to be retired any longer. So we're helping a myriad of people. That is awesome. So what makes you unique in this area of expertise? <laughs> Well, I'm a living example of my typical conference <laughs> attendee. Um, I stepped out of the workforce. I raised two children, 
And when I tried to return to full-time employment, I was shocked at how difficult it was for me to find a job. Um, My successful volunteer activities were not taken seriously. I was interviewed by much younger HR personnel, and they didn't seem to understand or value the wisdom and insights of a somewhat older worker. I felt judged by interviewers who didn't understand my life decisions, and I was regularly rejected from opportunities because I was considered overqualified. So I found resources that helped me, and I decided to take those resources and help others with them. I have to, I, and I totally appreciate you sharing that. I have to tell you a funny story about my mom. Now, she's in her 70s, but when she moved down to Athens, Georgia, she was applying for all these jobs, and she was, so she was in her probably low 50s, I mean, a high high. 50s, low 60s, and she kept putting that she has an MBA, and she's worked here, and she's worked there, and she was applying for hourly jobs, and she couldn't figure out why nobody was picking her. And I said, Mom, you have to tailor your resume for the job. They're not going to, they're going to say you're overqualified. So I totally know exactly what you're talking about. So how did you fix that? Right. So for example, in your mother's case, um, something that we will coach people is when an interviewer asks why you would be applying for a position for which you seem overqualified, uh, your response could be, well, this is exactly the work that I am seeking. I believe I can make a significant contribution, and my unique expertise is going to bring a fresh perspective to your organization. So that shows the interviewer why they should choose you. That is great advice. I can totally, my mom could have used you a few years ago. You know, the point is simply to to enhance your message to employers so that they see the value you bring. Absolutely, because you want a good fit, right? You just don't want a job. You want a a job that you're going to love and that loves you back, right? Absolutely. I mean, you should be applying for jobs where you really feel you're going to want to work there, (laughs) not not just simply send out a bunch of resumes and hope someone will take you. That approach simply does not work. Absolutely. So looking back, what was one of the big lessons that you learned? Well, you know, you need to use your network. Um, Even if you have a career gap, uh, there are people, there are friends, there are people with whom you've worked and volunteered, there are classmates that really care about you and your success. And these can be classmates from college, from graduate school, even high school. I mean, these are people who know your capabilities firsthand, even if it was a long time ago. So I'd like to share a little anecdote in that I recently attended my 40th high school reunion, and I reconnected with classmates I had not seen since I was 16. And so I had a little trepidation about going because I thought, what do I have in common with people I haven't seen in multiple decades? And yet it was a magical experience because we all have a shared history. And I also learned that many of my classmates are facing the same career issues I face. So now I'm working with the alumni group to address this audience. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I haven't attended any of my reunions, but maybe I should. The further it gets away, since I've never gone to one, the, the more awkward it becomes to show up, you know? You but know, I'm glad. yet I think the more happy they're going to be to see you. That's the irony. <laughs> I like that. Maybe I'll go with that approach. So do you have a special a favorite success quote that kind of keeps you going every day? I do. I like to say that 80% of success is simply showing up. And for me, that's, 
that's a tough thing because I'm a natural introvert and I'm just simply most comfortable at home on my own. I love to read and a lot of my growth comes from reading great books and articles. But interacting with others opens up a world of knowledge, inspiration, and personal growth and that's not found in written, written materials. You have to practice that. And so I tell my conference attendees that they are already on their way to success simply because they showed up. I love that. So what else keeps people from being successful besides they show up? Is there something else that holds them back? Well, success is totally driven by a person's mindset, I believe. You have to believe that you're bringing value to an organization because you can convince them you can convince yourself. So over time, I think we forget the myriad successes we've had. That's why the process of writing a resume, revamping your LinkedIn site, and practicing your interview skills is so important. I mean, even simply making a list of your skills and accomplishments brings you into the mindset that you are indeed a valuable contributor. Great advice. I know a lot of people lack that. And that's um, fair disclosure, guys, and we're going to talk about the conference, but I will be one of the speakers at the upcoming conference in California, I'm going to be talking about valuable answers to interview questions so you can just get the job you want. And it's not about me telling you what to say. There's going to be a portion on confidence and actually practicing. So it all comes together just like you said, right? Absolutely. I mean, you just simply have to find the words that speak to you. Find your authentic self and share that. For sure. So do you have a, big, a biggest accomplishment or achievement or even a funny story that you'd like to share with us? So a, a funny story I'd like to share about um, one of my conference attendees is that several of our attendees have found work at Tesla, which is a car manufacturer. And one engineer in his late 50s told me that during the first week on the job, he sat in the uh, driver's seat of the Tesla turned on the radio and then he couldn't read the digits because they were too small and needed better backlighting. And the irony is uh, a man in his 50s pretty much represents Tesla's target market, not the younger workers with better eyesight. So the good thing is that companies that have traditionally been hiring young, young workers are now recognizing the myriad skills and insights that older workers bring. <laughs> That is awesome. Yeah, people don't think about stuff like that, right? No. Well, you know, you hire, you know, there's definitely issues uh, with people hiring the same kind of people in an organization, and that doesn't cause for growth. Just like surrounding yourself with all the same people with the same interests doesn't help you grow, an organization is not going to grow if they only hire the same type of person as well. And I think a lot of companies, particularly startups, are beginning to recognize that they need to diversify. Absolutely. Well, we've been hinting about this amazing conference throughout this podcast. Do you want to go ahead and just share the news right now, what's going on with it and where people can register? Sure, absolutely. So we're hosting the Connect Work Thrive Return to Work Conference on October 14th of this year, and that's going to be in Northern California near, near San Francisco, uh, very close to the airport. So we have people flying in from all over the country. Um, what it is is we're helping people learn and implement successful career change and return to work strategies and tactics. Uh, by helping them identify and effectively communicate their areas of strength, determine and harness resources they need, and connect with firms' skills. 
I'm so excited that Nancy uh, has agreed to be a lunchtime keynote and will be sharing valuable insights in, on how to address some of those really tough to address questions that I put to earlier in the podcast. Yeah, I'm excited to be there. Plus, you're going to have um, some employers, possibly. We'll have some employers. We have 12 workshops, two uh, a luncheon. We have networking opportunities and uh, attendees. What we put to the table that's unique is the fact that every conference I host, I have over 100 proposals for speakers. And I curate every one to ensure that every speaker brings lots of value to the conference. So instead of um, hunting around and trying to find the right person who can help you in your journey, you can do one-stop shopping and meet 15 to 20 successful career coaches and industry experts who can help you along with the myriad conference attendees, any of whom could help you find your next opportunity. And you're also going to have the opportunity for people to meet with coaches and some time thoughts and headshots, right? Yes, we have, um, in, we have coaches that are helping with individual issues and career change or return to work issues. And then we also have a headshot photographer on site so that you can look your absolute best on LinkedIn and other social You have really put together some amazing stuff. Congratulations on that. How do they register? So go to our website, which is connectworkthrive.com. That's C-O-N-N-E-C-T. W-O-R-K-T-H-R-I-V-E.com. And uh, you can register there. You can see our agenda. You can see the value that we bring. We can, you can see our success stories from people who have attended in the past. And we would love to have you join us. This is great, and it's, oh, it's almost a month away, right? Just under a month away. It is. So now's the time to sign on where you still get your early bird registration pricing. Uh, and we'd love to have you come. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Is there anything you wanted to mention that I didn't ask? Well, I do also want to say that when you go to our website and review our resources, please make sure to subscribe to the blog so you get up-to-date information on uh, career changes and returning to work. And also, we host and curate multiple LinkedIn sites on specific career issues. Find our sites by searching Connect Work on LinkedIn as well. And you've got a couple groups, right? One is specifically for women and one is general? One that's general. We have one that's specifically for women. We have one for people who are returning to the workforce. We have one that addresses uh, diversity in the workforce. We have one for recent college grads that are having trouble getting their first job. So we have a myriad uh, group, number of groups. And uh, you know, take a look and see what speaks to you. That is awesome. And I don't think we mentioned that you've been doing this for about seven years, or you've done seven events so far, right? I've done, yes, I've hosted seven conferences in the Bay Area alone over the past two years. That is awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing part of your day today. It's been a great experience. Listeners, if you love this podcast, please go to iTunes and give us a five-star rating, and also subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. And my new website is nancygaines.com. If you want to sign up for a complimentary 15-minute phone call, it's called Choose Your Own Topic. We will discuss anything you want help with. So make sure you visit nancygaines.com. Johanna, thank you so much for visiting with us today. I appreciate it. 
Thank you so much, and I so look forward to meeting you in a month and hearing your words of wisdom at our conference. Awesome. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Women Gaining Wealth Podcast with Nancy Gaines. Find new episodes on iTunes and the website womengainingwealth.com. Share your success stories with us and inspire other women. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn by visiting womengainingwealth.com. Until next time, learn, grow, prosper on Women Gaining Wealth Podcasts.